0: Welcome to The Good Life, I'm Nick McLaughlin, and today we have a really special guest, someone who is the founder of Diamond in the Rough Entertainment, talent manager extraordinaire for some of your favorite gamers and music artists, and a quality man who is adamant as hell about changing the world by changing himself constantly, Troy Carter Jr. And we got my boy. My producer, my (laughs) keyboard killer, Jake Aberson. All right, what's up, Troy? How you doing, my man? Thanks for being on. Thank you, thank you for having me, bro. Thank you, my man. You, uh, so you're doing some big things during a year that has a lot of big problems, and you're finding solutions. Tell me, tell me about it. I mean, this year
1: has been a whirlwind. By the way, I can't believe it's already August. But um, I know it went by ridiculously fast. Definitely. So that's what, like, even I've just been trying to like treat this summer as if it was a normal summer in any capacity that i can but yeah man this pandemic has definitely been like it taught me a lot about myself um i think a lot of people i went through a period of angst about halfway into the pandemic and i'm like this thing is not slowing down anytime soon no way by the time i was hoping to be getting back into work and in the office did you stock up on spam and stuff like that in the beginning man bro you want to know what's crazy is that like i was a little late to the party And everyone was kind of telling me what was going on. I'm just one of those people who's in his own world to a certain extent. Don't tell me you were out of toilet paper before. No, I wasn't. I wasn't, right? But I got to Ralph's and I was like, word. Like, I understood immediately what everybody was talking about. When I didn't see any food anywhere. That sounds like terrifying. That's when I was like, damn. Like Fortunately for me, I got family here. I got people I could call. So I got bailed out a little bit, but that's when I was like, word. I'm sure
0: you heard about the guy who came back from a silent retreat. No. Yeah, he was he came back from a silent retreat right during the quarantine. He's like, Hey, what happened? Did I miss anything? Whoa. And that's all this stuff crazy. that's been going on. He has no idea. <laughs> yeah, there's like it's like pros and cons to,
1: you know, operating on your own frequency. But for me, the con was definitely getting to the Ralphs a little bit too late. But um, like I said, I was able to get bailed out, but it let me know like the severity, and I just realized how fortunate I was to really be able to kind of call someone and get bailed out at a time like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, everybody's not as fortunate.
0: You know, that's a big thing too is it really shows like how you treat people all your life really shows during times like this. Because I didn't, I never really realized how many good people I know. Um, because I always try to talk to a few people every day to offer some sort of value. Just give, not want get, to get anything in return. And there's so many people that are like, hey, do you need anything? Are you okay? Like, I didn't think I knew anybody right. that could help right. me out with anything, so. You
1: gotta check on people. Cause even for me personally, like around that same time where I said I was going through it, I had close family who were really suffering from just anxiety. People were already stressed in their day to day. And then when the pandemic hits, people are getting furloughed, people are just forced to work from home and, and things get changed. I had a lot of people who just weren't doing as well as I was. And for me, I didn't even realize until it was too late. But it lets you know, like, you got to check on people oh, yeah. constantly.
0: One of my most successful friends financially, and like, he's doing what he loves. He's speaking around the world. And he, he told me like, no one ever really checks up on me because people think I'm doing fine because I look like I'm doing fine with, you know, I'm doing everything I love and I seem happy and, you know, I've got good money, but I'm the last person people ever ask if I'm okay. And so he's like, if one person ever asked me that, it goes so far. And it's so true, a lot of people, they just, they don't talk about it. And it's, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like it's, uh, what's that feel? What do you think the feeling is, like, that people just don't talk about yeah, it? Yeah, you know? I think there's a certain,
1: like, guilt mixed with, like, insecurity almost, to a certain extent, of, like, people either don't want to overload you with their problems or they're too ashamed to speak on it but either way it can be toxic if you don't get it in check that's why it's just important like even for like music people or creatives just to tap into like all the resources that are available fortunately a lot of those have popped up during the pandemic those assistance hotlines and like therapists that are on call but sometimes just that conversation can go very very far
0: oh seriously and like i feel like there's that sense of i don't want to bother people right I used to have that a lot too. You know, I used to have social anxiety and I would always feel like I was just so not wanted by the world. It's like if I asked anything, it it felt like I was asking, hey, do you mind if I have your home? Like, do you mind if I take your dinner from you? Like, it was that personal just to ask for help. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people that have that mentality? Or Honestly, yeah, bro. I had that mentality, honestly. Like,
1: I still, for me, it's about just getting out of our own heads too and understanding that. A hundred times out of a hundred, it's never as bad as we're making it in our head. <laughs> That's a good way to put you this good statistics like, there. Yeah, exactly. I like, agree. It's, it's Actually, never totally that agreed. bad. But then the other half is just to like remember that closed mouths don't get fed. So you're only gonna get the help that you you vocalize and ask for. And you know sometimes it's just about taking that risk. But it's never that bad. The other half for me, like for anybody who's like myself. More than even asking for help, it was just that trust, understanding that it doesn't take away from you to need someone else for, some, like for anything. But then the other half is that you just gotta be able to trust people to help you too, you know? Because, like, for myself, I was one of those people who worked myself into a pit sometimes, just wanting to just keep everything so close to the chest. But when you're able to just let go and ask for help, whether it's yeah. therapeutic or just a helping hand here and there,
0: it, it makes a major difference. I never really thought about because I've always had an issue with receiving mm-hmm. and because it just feels like taking. Yeah. But then someone told me, well, when you don't receive when someone's giving to you or even asking for help or like when someone gives you a gift, if you don't receive, it's like taking away from them giving to you because it feels amazing to right. give to people. And when you don't accept it, it's like kind of like I don't want it. I think connecting with people is like that transaction you know in a sense of like hey i want to give to you and the fact that you are here to receive is like it means a lot to me and it makes me feel like my my voice matters and your voice matters and i'm doing good for you and you're doing good for me and we're connecting it we both 100%. you know hundred that's that karma man i believe in karma big
1: time and it's like everything is balanced it's yin and yang you know what i mean like in, in a hundred you got to give you got to take one of the it's like one of those things you got to be able to take the help though that's
0: what most people who get to that next level and break through those ceilings are able to do. So you work with a lot of people, like you do, mu- you like do music. You're, you're like a manager. Like talk about a bit about that and like how how you help people. You know what I mean with their dreams. Yeah, man. Like it's so
1: crazy because especially like now, you know, I'm running an indie label. But prior to that, as management, it's one of you can those, plug. By the way, it's okay. Oh, Diamond in the Rough Entertainment. Hey, biggest indie <laughs> label coming up. Since the 99s and the 2000s, like, we're, we're doing it very big. Um, I'm very excited about the talent that I want to bring to the world. Congrats, so Thank man. you for my shameless plug. Oh, um, of cor- dude, I think
0: <laughs> if you're working hard and this is your dream, this is your thing, go all out, man. Your voice matters. That's yeah. a huge, I huge appreciate thing it I Thank you for giving me a platform to speak on. Of course, my man. So talk about, like, what's your vision with it? And, like, what, what are the problems you run into with it? Like For myself, like, I think the biggest thing that I had to understand
1: and learn about being in entertainment specifically in the music business is and this is something that my father told me but it's like you got to be able to do psychology to a certain extent of you got to understand that this is a a social business we're dealing with people every day so there's a certain level of empathy and emotional intelligence that you have to possess in order to be very successful oh absolutely you know for myself it's like as a manager as A young executive people are looking to you for answers people are following your lead and so for myself it's like one being able to have some clarity for myself um i I believe that i have to like exercise meditate read on a on a daily basis just to keep my mind clear and stay sharp because they're only going to get as far as i'm leading them to a certain extent is how Mm -hmm. i look at it and and i feel like you can't pour from an empty cup So if I'm going to be there for anybody, I got to be there for myself first and make sure that I'm able to function as a human being.
0: So many people don't realize that. When you give to yourself, you really have so much more to give to others. And I know people, and I was always this person for so long, you just give and give and you're like... You feel guilty if you don't, but it's like if you don't give to you first, where is it gonna come from? Right. right. You just can't shoot rainbows out of your chest. Like, dude, I need I need to eat some lucky charms. (laughs) Exactly, man. And (laughs) and people are gonna
1: just keep coming with requests, you know, like to a certain extent. So it's just about I think being able to one be clear enough to actually make good decisions for other people when they need it. And then two. Just being able to understand and recognize when people aren't all the way there, because just like how we were kind of just talking about, I'm dealing with people all the time who you can feel when something's not right with people. When you deal with somebody on a a day-to-day basis, you get a pretty good gauge of their vibe, and you understand when they're operating at a high level. So when they aren't all the way there, you feel it, and it's important to be clear enough to recognize To be able to go and help that person like if they need it and and for myself it's always just kind of noticing things and and acting on what i feel is necessary but it's so important bro because all it takes is like sometimes you reaching out to that person for them to be reassured that someone does have their best interest in mind oh man can stop them from going down the rabbit
0: hole which is their own head you know i think a lot of people and i know for a long time i did not value the reassurance like people always want to learn new lessons in life, like they think that's where the answers are all gonna be, but some of the best lessons I've ever learned was the same one, a tenth time right in either a same situation to realize I need to get out of this, I'm not doing something different or a different situation to realize how i am I can be versatile and adapt and yeah,
1: You know that's half the problem with like this generation that's coming up. But, and, and honestly, I'm one of them being a millennial and they say Generation Z. But, you know, they say our generation is more looks than substance to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. We'd rather look like something versus oh, yeah. doing the deep work to actually be that, if it makes sense. So it's like you see these... Instagram ads or, or YouTube ads of these gurus and people trying to sell you products and things. And, and when you come to find out, it's like they've spent more time investing in the facade mm-hmm. versus like the the deep work to develop and become these things. Which I think it's also like it's, it's advertised everywhere. Just right. like you got to be this person right. or I'm this right. person. For me, I believe in the power of God. I believe in the universe. And so it's just having faith ultimately of like, What's meant for you will will be, Um, I I completely believe in just like, pray and put the work in kind of thing. Just have some direction in which you want to go, but outside of that, just work for what you want. And I think that, especially in this generation, like it's a lot easier, I feel like artists are just expecting things to come to a certain extent, or they're looking at everyone else's online and viral success. And it's What do they usually expect? I feel like just to be completely transparent, they're going to put a song up, a label's going to come find it, and they're going to be a superstar tomorrow. Hmm. And that's just not how it works. Um, You know, even the most viral acts that you're hearing about these days, if you, like, really do your research, you'll see that they've built themselves a foundation so that they were prepared for that viral moment when it
0: happened. Um, Yeah, like, how long do you think, like, the average time is for something like that? I think, like two to five years for a real, a real... Like, grinding, like, every day,
1: like... Definitely. Definitely. And, like, I think the best way to put it is when you look at, you know, artists like Cardi B or Lil Baby who, they they had these, like, lightning-in-a-bottle kind of moments that they were able to capitalize on and extend, but everything prior to them becoming a superstar was, like, them putting in work, if it makes sense. You yeah, know, at least how how was compared to us. Like, they might not have been even necessarily an artist at the time, but just grinding every day
0: in some capacity will always translate. That's that's how I feel personally. So for like, people who are, who maybe like want to follow in your kind of footsteps, like what you're doing, like putting together like a music team and everything like that, like what do you suggest to people like that and like the stress they're going through? I suggest really like meditating a lot. I use the app Calm.
1: I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that. Like, yeah. yeah, I love it. I live by it at this point. Um, it's something that's like it's been very big for me. And then I, I recommend just like really
0: taking personal time. I recommend prioritizing yourself every day of the week. But like, what about when you guilt trip yourself and you're like, you know, but this takes so much time. I can get this stuff done. Yeah. I sh- you still take we the gotta time. We got to
1: get out of that to a certain extent, by the way, because um, if you can't stop and smell the roses now, you're never going to appreciate anything because there's always that next level. No matter where you get in life, if you make a billion dollars, There's always two billion that could be made, you know what I mean? There's always someone else who's going to have a market that you may want to hit. So it's about just being able to be fulfilled now. And what I understand is that, like, it really starts now, though. Like, being able to stop and smell the roses, because if you can't now, you'll always be chasing that next level, and and it really creates, like, a rigid life.
0: Yeah, tomorrow never comes, you know, like, it doesn't. Because you could say tomorrow, every single day, I'll do this tomorrow, I'll do this tomorrow, I'll be nice to myself tomorrow, I'll treat myself out tomorrow. Well, it's never going to come. I'm grateful for the problems that I have, bro. Like, literally, I woke up this morning. I, I was I having a,
1: I was having a bad day, bro. Like, not a bad day, but there was a moment, like, where I'm dealing with this record company on a deal. And um, so, basically, like, the payment system of, like, how we'll be paid on the deal wasn't what I was expecting. So, when it came back this morning and it was different... The first, like, 30 minutes, bro, I'm I'm pissed, I'm on the phone. And then I realized, like, wait, this is my problem right now. My problem is mm-hmm. I don't like how they're about to pay me for this deal. And then I'm realizing, like, okay, don't be ungrateful. Because if you're not grateful, all these type of blessings will get taken in a heartbeat. So it's one of those things that, like, it could be
0: 100% worse, you know, like, yeah. a 1,000%. So. It's not about training yourself not to have problems. Because... There's not been a single person that didn't have a problem on Earth, not ever, and never will. Everyone's got problems every single day, so obviously you can't get out of that. Mm -hmm. What's the next best thing you could do? Next, and actually, I actually love having issues every once in a while, like because that's the only time I can look at myself and realize, okay, I need to look at how am I doing? Am Mm -hmm. I adaptable today? Am Mm -hmm. I doing the right thing that I need to be doing? Am I doing this for me? Am I ego? Am I doing it? for what's how to be needed for honor for someone else so, you know that needs what i have to, to offer here like, right. you know and of course we don't see that when we're in the mode of like freak out because of a survival mode mechanism but when you look back you're always grateful you're like man that was a pain in the butt but i'm so glad that i got through that because yep. it taught me this taught me that yeah i'm sure with you do like there's so many steps to like getting where you got what did, you, what did you run into? Honestly, bro, I think what you
1: said really hits it on the head of, like, it's always the hardest and most challenging moments that, like, force us to grow and expand and get to that next level. Uh, so for myself, it was also just learning to embrace it, embrace those challenges because we're going to grow from them. And I think it also just falls back into, like, what we said about a lot of this stuff is mental anyway. And when you understand that, like, it's always going to be worse in your head than it will be in real life to oh, a certain yeah. extent. You know, it, it's kind of like, it makes it easy. And and so for me, like, the hardest things and the most challenging obstacles I had were really, like, just conversations with people, difficult conversations, um, making decisions where it's like you got to prioritize yourself over the project that you maybe been putting a year or two into, um, just knowing when to pivot, knowing, like... When to trust your own instincts and
0: not being afraid to do so is huge. I met Just this, do what you love. I like. met this guy that worked at um, at a grocery store. He was he stood out ridiculous. I'm like this is probably one of the most one of the most successful people I've ever met, and he doesn't even doesn't make a whole lot, but he was like the happiest. He loved it, man. I walked in. The second, I walked in the store. He's like, hey, what can I do for you? How can I help you? I'm like, oh, I'm just looking for this and that. And he's like, oh, let me take you to the aisle. How's your day? He's like, all smiling, happy. I'm like, I just love life. You know, I love my job because I learned a lot about people at this job. I do the-. He's like in his 40s. And he's just a cool guy. He's got leather shoes on. He dressed all nice. He- and he worked at the grocery store. Right. And I'm like, you are one of the coolest people I have
1: ever yeah. met. Those are the people I envy too, bro. You're just comfortable in your own skin, happy living yeah. your life,
0: bro. That's peace. What would you really want people to know like after living after living your whole life of like dealing with what you've dealt with and like growing up at, and making your dreams happen like and on the daily facing any kind of anxiety, like what would you tell your past self or like what would you tell people listening and going through hard times this year, you know, like yeah, especially the dream chasers, you know? You're not alone. Um
1: these things that we feel everyone deals with in some capacity there's no one who was born without like any insecurities or strife or anything like that so i I think that's the most important thing to know is that nobody's perfect and then two is just we have to take accountability for ourselves um, our own happiness and you know our own mental fortitude to a certain extent and we have resources that can change it whether it's reading the right books researching the right classes like Getting the right help, which there's access to now, especially like within the entertainment industry, which I'm very, like I said, I, I want to reiterate. I think it's so dope that like all of these platforms have have come up to help artists during COVID um, just oh, yeah. because mental health is real. And I think everyone understands. That's why I'm appreciating this podcast, because it's like it's very important for us to have these conversations, to keep having them um, and I think the biggest thing is just understanding that like we're all in this together. So it's just about finding people who we're comfortable talking with, and honestly, checking on each other because you checking on that person may lead to them asking questions that you guys are having a conversation where you're both getting much closer to each other and and healing in a way that's like productive versus just bottling things up because that doesn't help anybody. That that's I don't bottle things up is another thing that I would say to people whether you journal or write a song you know what I mean write a song just and get whether, it out yeah, talk out loud exactly but and and that's healing too you know and I think it's important to just remember that like you got to deal with stuff you can't sweep things under the rug because that's when the lid just starts to to get too full and it bursts
0: off a lot of times it's hard for people to open up and just ask like how are you doing you know how would you do that I'll just reach out to people now as soon as they cross my mind. The second you have
1: a thought about somebody, just shoot them a text like, "Hey, just checking in. What's up? Like, how are you? Spend a minute." Um, those kind of things, I think, they do a lot more than than we'll anticipate. And I think the other half is like, when you genuinely care, it goes a lot further, and it it, it translates really well. So I think the other half is just care a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I think that empathy. Is what
0: the world's missing right now? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Empathy is going to be the next quote cool thing. Yeah, because people are going so, to get man. sick of sick of this inauthentic stuff about you know cars and whatnot. But yeah. like soon, people are going to realize we're all kind of hollow and we need mm-hmm. we need some real depth. And we are human, man. We are human at the end of the day, and that's one of the craziest things to me.
1: That's where like that's what made the pandemic hard, bro. Because like halfway through, the conversation switches from COVID to like racism and social injustice and it's just unfortunate because a lot of these times when you know certain narratives are pushed you see opposing narratives but it just let me know like there's still a lot of hate in the world that needs to be extinguished and not even just on a a racial level but also like on a classist kind of level like we just need empathy across the board you know even with like homelessness in LA and, and everything like that like the the poverty in Los Angeles, bro, is ridiculous compared to, like, the, worst the wealth that is in the world. You know what I mean? This, this county has billions of dollars. Like, <laughs> so we just need to be more empathetic and understand, like, that could be you. That could be me. That could be us. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, when you treat it that way, I think it goes a long way. But at the end of the day, we make our beds and we got to lay in it. So I think, like, be mindful of the energy you put into the world because yes. you gotta live with that one way or another,
0: you know I've always heard, you know, people say "Oh, an eye for an eye, you know, just like, treat others how they treat you, but I really believe, especially during this hard time of this year that I would suggest the mentality be, treat others better than they treat you, mm-hmm. better, always treat everyone better, because you're an influencer and if you're really an influencer in a way anyway, any way, you should influence in the way that they they deserve, they need, not the way that you want. Yeah. You know, goes far.
1: I agree, bro. I 100% agree. I think people with influence got to use their influence
0: the right way. Well, man, I, I I appreciate having you man, on. Thank you for having me, bro. This is and, dope. it's a dope conversation. And I have one more thing. End of the show, I always have people say welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. Thank you guys for having me. Anywhere people can follow you or check you out or your, um, your music,
1: anything like that. Instagram is at Troy Carter Jr. Um and also Diamond ENT. So Diamond and the Rough Entertainment, Colette Lush, Trinity Chaill. We got a lot of dope artists on the way. And FaZe Clan. At FaZe Clan, everything esports. We're leading the industry. Right now I'm excited about that. So phase up. Thanks for me, Mama, my man.
0: Nah, no, that's was sick, bro. Thank you. I'm excited. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And once again, you can follow me at on Instagram at Nick.goodlife. That's N-I-C dot good life, didn't need the K. And if you found any value in this at all, go to patreon.com slash welcome to the good life so that I can support the world with stress and anxiety.